0: Welcome to The Drift, your resource on all things business strategy, entrepreneurship, and leadership. I'm your host, Eloisa, and today's guest is Sarah Cullen, the founder and CEO of GEM, a consumer health company reimagining daily nutrition. After completing her studies in international agricultural development, she spent a decade building and collaborating with startups, nonprofits, and sustainable food networks all over the world. And throughout her career, she's learned from and worked with an array of experts, from farmers and environmental enthusiasts to functional medical doctors, herbalists, and registered dietitians. Now, she is on a mission to change the way we feed our bodies and our planet through Jim. Welcome, Sarah.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, our first conversation the past couple of times that we've had a chance to connect, you were just a wonderful person. Aww. And I'm really excited to to be able to help share your story and the work that you've been up to with Jim. So with that said, can you share with us a little background on yourself and what got you started?
1: So I grew up on a farm in Oregon, have long been passionate about food and nutrition and the way that we feed ourselves. And I studied in undergrad at Cornell from the lens of sustainability, working with farmers all over the world, and ultimately got my career started in an entrepreneurial fellowship called Venture for America. And that's really where I got my feet wet in the world of startups and building things. And my first startup was a functional beverage company. I've always been passionate about how we can democratize access to more sustainable plants within our diets. And... And incorporate them into access in more accessible ways and ultimately it was my own personal health journey that happened in my late 20s that led me to building gem i realized that i had a a host of different issues i had chronic inflammation i had adult onset acne i was having trouble sleeping i had very high stress levels uh, and i went to a bunch of doctors and found out that i was nutrient deficient and so like many people i turned to the vitamin aisle to fill the gaps in my diet. But there I was met with a lot of harmful fillers, um, allergens, ingredients that were further inflaming my body. On top of that, it just wasn't a delightful experience swallowing handfuls of pills and cobbling together these sort of messy smoothie powder routines that were really expensive and not convenient. And so I set out to create this funny, weird looking bite that is now gem. And so at GEM, we're building a new category of consumer nutrition rooted in the simple philosophy that food is medicine. And we created the first ever real food vitamin. And so it's one bite that you simply eat on a handful of pills that you swallow. And the bite is made from more than 15 different superfoods, algaes, um, and different whole plant based ingredients that give you the vitamins and minerals that you need most to fill the gaps in your diet. And so it's one bite a day. That's it. And it's a new kind of daily essential.
0: My goodness, I think that your entire journey to date is really touching on a lot of really critical concepts or kind of critical pieces when it comes to being a founder, becoming CEO, you name it. One, first and foremost, is your actual understanding, in-depth understanding of what it takes to actually create and launch a scale startup, learning all the fundamentals of business, learning all the fundamentals of creating a profitable operating model, to then secondly, creating this whole new category in itself. And I think the third piece, which could almost be more of like a 2A or 2B sort of situation, is really kind of more of this educational piece. An education of really what good nutrition means for the consumer. And... What are the different types of pieces that they should be looking out for when it comes to uh, identifying a scalable, sustainable nutritional solution? So I'm sure that we're going to touch on all those here in just a second. And I think to start perhaps kind of going through your journey in the lens of creating gem from a business standpoint. And really taking a look at things from the eyes of the founder and what it actually looks like to help build and scale a business. And one of the first key pieces that I think a lot of times founders always want to touch upon, which I'd love to explore deeper with you specifically is, what what does the operations look like when you're first starting off? i mean we we think about and we hear about lean operations and we really think about leveraging our resources, wearing multiple hats. What does that look like for you what did that look like for you in practice?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. Well, in the early days, I you know built this product really out of my own you know. Journey that I was going through, um, and so I started by then getting a diversity of different perspectives. And so we built a what we call a kaleidoscopic scientific advisory board. We have a functional medicine doctor, a neurologist. We have registered dietitians. We have biomolecular nutritionists. And so I went to the experts and looked at, we have an herbalist as well. So we looked at all the different ways in which you view nutrition, not just from a single kind of Western lens um, and how we can build that more holistically for people. And so I really leaned on a trusted board of experts. I also created these relationships with these farmers and suppliers around the world so we could go directly to the source in the most sustainable way possible. And I spent a lot of time building this product um, that obviously helped me, but I wanted to make sure it really helped a lot of people. And so I created a beta group um, and I always joke on a very complicated platform called Facebook groups. Uh, And this group was over 300 women that I had kind of refer word of mouth um, join this group. And initially I just, Did a volume of surveys and seeding of our prototypes. We had over 50 prototypes in the early days. And so I would see the product, ask them, you know, what are their biggest needs? How can we address them? And then leaned on our, you know, scientific experts to help develop and iterate on the product until we got it to a really good place. And so this beta group was really how I built what I would call like. Sort of a test and learn, a lean way to do that, um, which is really hard to do with a physical product. It's a very common kind of practice to do with a digital, you know, product or digital tech. Um, it's harder to do with a physical product, but that was really important to me in the early days that I built a product with our core customer in mind at the heart and center of it. In order to do that, I used this beta group to like leanly, you know, iterate and and build on the product and work with food scientists to do that. And so um, it was out of this group, actually, that I realized, wow, okay, we're finally getting to a product that people are demanding and wanting very quickly and um, and something that is really meaningful and that they're going to switch into as their daily health habit. And so it was from that beta group that I ended up raising my first round of capital and getting to market very quickly with the product in people's hands. And so it was always about the product and the customer from the very beginning and I think that's how I thought about the lean operations. It wasn't developing the perfect brand or the perfect packaging. We've actually gone through, I think, six iterations of different packaging now, which we can talk about. So we just had an exciting update again this week. Um, but it speaks to, you know, the way that we've been able to evolve so quickly with our customer um right there with us. And so we've, you know, kind of built in these customer-centric product development processes as we've continued to grow, which is really cool. Um, but that kind of lean sort of startup model is something that got us to market very quickly.
0: Mm, this is fascinating, and I love the analogy too from a technology standpoint that definitely kind of uh, that definitely saying too for saying for for me specifically because a lot of the times in the technology digital product standpoint, we always hear about like, you've got to launch your MVP right? gotta launch exactly. that middle bio product and that that's how you go to market. but from the product standpoint. From the consumer product standpoint, you don't typically hear that that much, and I think that what you're touching on specifically is can really resonate with a lot of the founders, because me personally, we love to, we want to get things right that first time. Like I'm such a perfectionist. I want if I'm going to be launching something, I want it to be a hundred percent. I don't want to have to make too many revisions. Like I want it to be perfect, just right for that consumer and for the market. But the reality of it is. And let me know what you think about this, but you just don't know until you're actually out in the market and you're actually capturing the learnings and the feedback from your consumers. Is that is that right?
1: That's 100% right. And I think that's what's so important. For instance, in the very early days, I thought about a lot of people having more switching behavior from gummy bear vitamins, a, a vitamin that you eat, right? But it's full of sugar. It's a candy. It's so weird that that's your healthy vitamin. Um, but ultimately, it was actually people who didn't want to swallow a handful of pills and it was the pill fatigue, you know, and people who are skeptical of vitamins like myself and who wanted a real food approach. And that's something that, you know, there's no amount of market research that you can do to figure that out until you really launch the product and you ask the questions. And we did a volume of of surveys and tests and, and focus groups and interviews to understand what are the core needs and wants of our customers that we are addressing and then how can we continue to improve the product to meet those?
0: That's exactly right. So then going to that next phase and after you've gone through your first, your initial beta, now you're in full year your first full year of market. Can you talk about some of the key learnings, key priorities, or even just areas of focus on that your team really, really wanted to prioritize during
1: that first year? Well, we prioritize the customer. Interviews, customer experience, customer support—we really did. We prioritized that and continuing to get the product right. We launched new flavors in that first year as well. Um, we kept improving. We brought in a um, more of a culinary chef R&D person to work on the taste profile. It's hard to fit a lot of nutrients into one bite and have it taste delicious too without it being you know covered in sugar. Um, and we have you know very low. Sh- low sugar, it's all natural from dates. under three grams, 35 calories. And so to get that right from a culinary perspective too, and making that a delightful experience was something that we focus on a lot in that first year. Um, But actually, I think one of my biggest challenges is if I could go back and sort of redo that first year. Another thing that I wish I would have focused on was the digital product aspect. We were so focused on the physical product that I think we neglected actually the roadmap. We're an e-commerce company, right? So we're direct to consumer. Um, We ship directly to your door. So our website is our storefront. And we were so focused on the physical product that I think we neglected that digital product of how people came to learn about the product um, and their journey from top of funnel to bottom of funnel. And it really wasn't until our second year that we started to address those friction points. And I wish we would have built out more of a digital product team in the earlier days to work on that, and that was a lot of our challenges that we started experiencing in our in our second year of business.
0: And would you say that's also touching upon the topic of how consumers are actually going to be able to find and just even learn more or even educate themselves more about the the values of gem? Is that is that where you were referring to? Exactly.
1: So a lot of people, we re- we did a great job of initially why you would choose us because we're real food is medicine, um, and you wanted a natural, real alternative that was convenient, but why did you stay on with GEM? Um, We are a subscription-based company, and we we have become a really core part of people's daily health routines. And I think we underestimated the volume of content and education and really transcending that transactional relationship with the customer and building more of a healthy habit platform in order to be a part of their long-term health journey. And that's where you know having a stronger digital product roadmap, stronger content to support the education around continuing to take gem um, after you initially you know buy in. Of course, it's gonna you you feel great, but um, it's a habit that you have to be consistent. It's about taking it every single day, and you might forget um, you know why it's so important after a couple of months. And so that educational aspect, I think, um, in the the longer tail of the customer's life cycle with us is something that we I wish we would have addressed sooner
0: and yeah, now that thinking about it is something that it is a learning that you experienced over the first year I'm sure that that is now priority priority now and then into the future so when we think about gem right you really are building a whole new category I know that when I personally started stumbling upon gem and started to learn a little bit more I started educating myself more about the actual benefits of the product and how it actually really delivers more of this holistic health and wellness solution And I'm sure because you are creating this new category, there's a lot of different kind of perspectives. There's a lot of different even opportunities for GEM to be able to educate the marketplace on not only the benefits of the product itself, but how they should be thinking about nutritional solutions in itself. So how do you think about this now moving forward when it comes to content and education?
1: It's a great question. Uh, like one of our early challenges is that, you know, we are sort of this anti-vitamin in some ways. We're this multivitamin, but we have a totally different philosophy of less is more. We don't stack up, you know, we don't have a hundred percent of every single vitamin and mineral because you do get a lot of your nutrients from food. So you just need to fill the gaps in your diet. Um, and, you know, so you, we looked at the the nutrients where you're most deficient on average. And then the things that you might not think that you need, but Things like ashwagandha, for instance, which is an herb that's amazing for stress. We're all very stressed out. It helps reduce your cortisol levels by 20% when you take it every day, and we have it within GEM. And so there are things like that that we need for our modern lifestyles, too. And so we developed a product with that ethos in mind. But what's really difficult is that if you were to compare us to a traditional multivitamin on the market, like a pill or a capsule, you might say, well, this has, you know, 100% vitamin C and Gem doesn't have vitamin C. And so we spent a lot more time um, as we developed our marketing um, to explain why. And that was where, you know, it really, a lot of the educational content and the digital product roadmap, I wish we spent more time on, but we've continue to improve where you actually get a lot of vitamin C from your from your diet already Um, and so you need other things like astaxanthin which is one of the most powerful antioxidants in the world it's a red algae that is more powerful than vitamin C and E combined that we put into the product um, as your antioxidant and we think that you can get a lot of vitamin C from food so you don't need to make a dose on that Um, and so there are little things like that where You know, there's a lot of education in the early days of why you would choose GEM, maybe over traditional multivitamin um, and explaining that core ethos. Another thing is that there's been a lot of really cool research around food is medicine. Um, And I often explain it, that a lot of vitamins take a kind of a reductionist approach. They isolate vitamins to vitamin A plus B plus C. They strip it of their cofactors and co-nutrients and put it to a pill and say, "Hey, you know, there's your complete nutrition. But that's actually not true. Um, And there's been some really cool studies on this. There was one in particular done actually at Cornell um, where they took an apple and they analyzed the vitamin C component of that apple. And it had um, only like five milligrams, basically, of vitamin C. But its potency on the body was 200 times that of a standard vitamin C capsule that had 1,500 milligrams of vitamin C. So the impact that you have from these cofactors and phytonutrients that you get from, you know, the skin of the apple and these things that you can't measure on a label, that's what's doing so much more for your body. And so that's why we have this approach as well, because we try to derive all our vitamins and minerals from whole foods. We try to put superfoods into this bite and we try to give you those things in a convenient way without stripping them away into an isolated capsule and, and mega dosing on these big vitamins and minerals. And you know that just took me a few minutes to explain to you, so you can imagine how hard that is when you only have maybe um, five seconds in an ad to to explain. You know why this is important that you eat and not take your vitamins.
0: Oh my goodness, yes, I, I, I'm sure so. And one thing that I'm curious on too is. I look at myself personally, and I've been in the health and wellness industry for quite some time, but I've also really been more focused on the physical aspects of health and wellness. And I will be out there and say that I'm still actively learning how to become more mindful of what actually goes in my body as well. So I'm sure that you're also coming across these types of consumers, right, who may be one just starting their health and wellness journey. They've never looked at this space before, but now they're becoming a little bit more conscious of it and that the type of audience member could possibly be somebody that's been researching this for quite some time and just hasn't found that right solution. And then I'm sure there's also a perfect hybrid of right in between those two and also some other ones as well. So I really want to get your perspective on those that may be just starting off their health and wellness journey. They don't know anything about this space. Maybe they've stumbled across just the uh, kind of traditional viewpoints of, what it takes to get the doctor away and and, and so forth, but they're really trying to learn a little bit more. What would you say is the first step? How can they get a deeper understanding without also shying them away too much of really what's the importance of creating some sort of holistic nutritional solution?
1: I am a big believer in experimenting and being open and curious and finding what works for your body. And that's our philosophy at GEM. If it works for you, it works. And so at the end of the day, we just encourage you to try GEM, right? And if it if it works for you, you feel the impact, which it does for a lot of our customers, obviously all of them, then you know you can continue on. But I would start by trying something before you say, well, this has 50% of this vitamin and this one has 100%, so I'm going to go with 100%. I would first look at, you know, the sources, how it's formulated, do your research. Um, And we have a very transparent research library where we tell you the ingredients, where they come from, how they work together, why we chose them. And then it's really up to you to try it and see if it works for you. And if it does, then that's, you know, your best. There is no other Of course, you can do a lot of blood tests um, and things of that sort. And if you can do that, that's great. And you have a lot of customers who do that and obviously have great results. But we don't have, you know, we have a nutritional label, not a supplement label. We are a real food product. Um, We don't make any claims of that sort because we're a big believer that, you know, you should try something out and see if it works for your body and mind. And you are the most important, you know, but that, that journey is yours. Um, And there's no one really that can tell you what to do there. And so I get, I think a lot of our customers that we have in the early days, they've tried every supplement under the sun and every routine um, and they found gem and it really worked for them. Um, And, you know, can't promise that it's going to work for everyone. But my biggest advice is to just be open and have fun with that journey and also You know, lean on, we've tried to create a community within GEM as well. So this this beta group actually lives on today. It's now 5,000 people. And when you join GEM, um, you have an opportunity to join this group as well. And this group is something where we don't lead it. Um, It's completely our customers who share their own health experiences, who ask questions with each other and get advice on things that are working for them or other ways that they can complement GEM. And I think having that community and that belonging is so important within your health journey as well, and something that we try to provide and continue to want to provide in different ways. And so, find your community um, to support you, so in that you know adventure that you go on to find what works for you.
0: I love that. Really leveraging the concepts of content, community, and a platform to bring people together and overall get everybody on the same mission, hopefully to just create a healthier plan and healthier bodies. So future facing for gem, any exciting things coming up that we can expect from yourself and the brand?
1: So we've continued to work on evolving our packaging and our brand and our product as well. So um, actually As of this week, we are launching a new flavor of our daily essentials. It's lemon raspberry. We're also launching a renovated flavor that we've had for the last two and a half years, cacao. Um, And so we've worked on, it's still the same ingredients that you know and love, but it tastes even better without any of the bad stuff in there. And so we're excited to launch an improved product um, that we think will taste absolutely delicious and we know tastes delicious um and we've also are launching a new packaging experience so we provide gem and weekly packs now instead of monthly bundles that way that you can mix and match your different flavors so that you never get bored i think that's what's so interesting about us as a company being a real food product is that traditional multivitamin companies you only have one choice, one pill that you have to always take every day. Instead, with gem, you know, you can have cacao or lemon raspberry or peppermint, and you can mix and match or citrus ginger, um, sort of to make your, you know, healthy habit a delightful one and one that you actually look forward to every day. And so we're very excited to launch this new, it's still an eco-friendly packaging system. Um, We have refillable containers, uh, grab-and-go containers make it very convenient for you. Um, But we'll be launching, yeah, the the new flavors and this new mix-and-match so you can personalize your experience to be as delightful as possible.
0: Oh, that's so exciting. Congratulations. And that really also lends itself in just to this... Fundamental idea that nutritional solutions, it's not a one size fits all approach, right? So pick your flavor, pick whatever makes sense the most to you, what also is the most delicious to you as well. So that's very exciting. Congratulations. But final question for you If you could give advice to a young woman that is designed to be a future entrepreneur or executive, what would you share with them?
1: It's a great question. I would say to trust yourself and have radical confidence in your deep why. And When you're starting out, there is no shortage of advice that you'll get from investors, from mentors, from customers. And ultimately, you really need to find that deep why. And Simon Sinek, I know, has a very famous TED Talk on that deep why. Your mission, your heart of what you do. Really spend time on that more than anything else, right? Your brand, anything. It's like, what is the deep mission, the why? Ask yourself that. Get confidence in that and then trust that. Um, and make sure that you make decisions based on that because you'll get no shortage of advice in the early days and sometimes it's hard to know who to trust and why and which direction and ultimately you have to have radical confidence in that
0: oh my goodness that was beautiful thank you so much sarah and overall thank you for your time as mentioned make sure to check out gem a consumer life science company creating healthier smarter nutritional solutions Looking to hear more about what's happening in the health, wellness, and sports industry? Subscribe to this podcast, and we'll catch you next time on the trip.